evening and welcome to Watch It I Watch, episode 55, first of 2023. How are you doing? So weird saying 2023. I went to Google the Golden Globes and I had to change 2022 to 2023. <laughs> Stuff is happening in this new year now. Crazy. So a new year. New leaf, Mike? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I've decided to continue <laughs> all my bad habits. <laughs> Just get better at them. More actively. Yeah, yeah. Good choice. Good choice. <laughs> nice. Nice. Um, we saw a load of TV over the break, I think. Uh, varied, not all new, but uh, I guess since everything's streaming these days on demand, it doesn't really matter um, because it's all available. Um, let me see where are we starting with. Um, I can kick us off if you want, Steve. Yeah, absolutely. You've got a few there to get through. Yeah. Right. Imagine, right? Imagine yeah. if there was a diehard scenario, but instead of Bruce Willis, yeah. the protagonist was the real Santa Claus. No way. Do you still yeah. have an Akatomi building, though? You have a giant mansion. Think <sighs> of the Home Alone house times two or three. Okay. All right. Ladies and gentlemen, I give you Netflix's Violent Night. <laughs> <laughs> So um, I did see name? the trailer for this. It looked awful, I have to say. It it does look awful, yeah. It's it's very hard not to watch it. So David Arbour plays Santa Claus in this. Mm. And um, like you all know people that are really excited about getting a job and they're really enthusiastic and think about all the changes they're going to make when they get it. Then they get the job and they turn out it's not really what they thought it was. Mm. And, uh, you know, really they can't, ha- they don't have any power to change anything because you're part of a tradition that no one is going to change. And imagine then if you had to do that job for 400 years. <laughs> that is where we find Santa Claus mm. at the start ah. of this movie. <laughs> He's sitting in a bar, drinking, giving out about kids. They just want to open a present. And then once the present is open, all they want is to open another present. That's very, very funny. But um, mm. And he's like a full-blown alcoholic. It's hilarious. Yeah, um, even even in the civil service, he would have made principal secretary after four hundred years. <laughs> <laughs> he kind of sounds like bad Santa. Yeah, oh, yeah I do he, remember he, he bad does Santa. A bit. He does a bit. So it's essentially a cross between a Santa Claus Redemption movie and Die Hard. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so I recommend it. it's awful, that. though. It is awful. Oh, it is awful. It's terrible. Yeah, like there's yeah. the. So they tried to do, they tried to do diehard gritty violence, mm-hmm. and they didn't do a bad job of that. Mm-hmm. But I, it took me a while to get used to it because I just assumed Santa Claus would have powers. Oh, um, okay. yeah. and and he's just a guy. He doesn't like, um, and uh, well, that's kind of it. It's just not great. It's just not a great movie. <laughs> like the characters are fairly. Um, there are stereotypes uh, yeah. or pa- our parodies. Like there's a there's a rich grandmother in it, and she's like a Scrooge type character, but not mm-hmm. even a Scrooge. She doesn't even have that much personality. She's like just a bitch. Like, mm-hmm. does she come around in the end, Mark? Um, no spoilers on this show, Michael. Wow. But um, <laughs> her, her like like her her character establishment is a phone call that goes on way too long, where she says mm-hmm. things jokes basically that you've heard people make in business movies mm-hmm. before you right know? like you can't pay the bills sell one of your children ha 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 yeah. that's not a direct quote but you know what I mean mm-hmm. that kind of thing mm-hmm. only this she's deadly serious anyway it's not great but I enjoyed watching it 
Okay. You wouldn't recommend no. it then. Grant, I'm glad we didn't review it fully. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's great. Thanks for taking one for the team. Oh, um, Tell me about the traitors. Oh, boys. Oh, here we go. Mike, have you seen this? I have not. This is the greatest reality TV show oh, since the last time I said the greatest reality TV show <laughs> arrived. So, right. Let me tell you the premise, right? Uh, I don't know how many people start off. A lot, anyway. Let's say 24, but it might not be that many people at all. A lot of people arrive in the game show, right? Mm-hmm. They have a brief chat, and then everybody is blindfolded. Mm-hmm. And then... This the host who is Claudia Winkleman, who is actually good. I hated Claudia Winkleman before this show. I now think she's a good presenter. So she kind of puts her hand on the shoulder of three people who have become the traitors, right? Mm-hmm. So the premise is they do challenges every day to win money for the prize fund, which can be up to 150000 So it's not a bad mm-hmm. prize fund. Mm-hmm. And that's split between everyone who is left. Okay. Except if a traitor is left at the end. If uh-huh. a traitor is left at the end, he gets all of it. Or if there's two traitors, all the, the traitors get all of it between them. Right? Mm-hmm. Okay. So the, there's the traitors and then there's the people who aren't traitors who are called the faithful. Right. So every day they do a challenge. Then in the evening, they vote out who they think is a traitor. Okay. And at the very end, this is very dramatic. Claudia Winkleman says, now please reveal, are you a traitor or faithful? And then the person go, I'm a faithful. And then everyone goes, oh, no, we were trying to vote out a traitor. <laughs> and then the back of the mind, they're going, but that's one less person to split the money with. So yeah. you really care, not as much. And, yeah. uh, and then later that night, then the traitors get together secretly and decide who they're going to murder. And they get to murder someone every night. <laughs> and like they're always trying to murder someone so that it looks like the traitor is someone that's not them. So right. if two people had a Barney, you get rid of one guy in the hopes <laughs> they think it's the person that they had the Barney with that kind of stuff, right? But it, Perfect, but, it, but it, yeah. no, yeah. like so I, I'm be, is I'm it on from, a is it on a beautiful sunny island kind of thing or? I, I'm not sure. It, uh, it's somewhere in in the what's uh, the place where they wrote the daffodils in England, oh, Lake District, somewhere in oh. England, I think. Yeah. Oh, I wandered lonely as a cloud. That one. Yeah. yeah. Um, anyway. Yeah. I'm being, I'm being funny describing this, but it is really, really good because the the social interplay is really fun to watch. Right? <laughs> and it's very hard not to get sucked into it because uh, starting off with three people, every so often then they mm-hmm. find a traitor and it's like mm-hmm. their day is made, right? Right. <laughs> but, uh, and there's lots of twists along the way. And the challenges mm-hmm. are way better than the standard British TV challenges. Okay. They're like up there with survivor level challenges now. Some mm-hmm. really good ones. They actually had a laser mesh they had to get through at one stage. No way, uh, really? Yeah, yeah, like it's really good. They spent a lot of money on this and, yeah. uh, and it shows. Um, and it's a no, it's not it's not an original UK premise. This is the UK mm-hmm. version of an existing TV show. Okay. Um, I think it's been on in Denmark. Somewhere mm-hmm. somewhere that you wouldn't watch TV from anyway. Mm-hmm. So I'm not sure where exactly um, it is. I think France, maybe. I think it's been on in France. Um, yeah, no, nobody watches French French stuff. Yeah. Like, imagine, right? <laughs> so so there's, there's someone there at the table, right? And they're trying to not defend themselves too vigorously, lest they look like a traitor, right? And they're all the time going, how would I act if I wasn't 
a traitor mm. now. And it's just it's just really interesting. And then, of course, they make real friendships because they're spending 24-7 with these people. Mm. And then they have to stab them in the back. It's just, <laughs> it's just brilliant. I just are, watched the last episode before I came on here, and it was such good TV. Are, are the replacement traitors? Like, if they found all the traitors in day one, do they kind of tap somebody else on the shoulder? They can, yeah. So that's an option. So they, they can only vote out one person a night, so they can't get them all together. Okay, yeah. But when it when it went down to two, I think, they were allowed mm. to make an offer to somebody else. Okay. And that person didn't have to accept. Okay. So, so it's up to uh, the traitors to recruit somebody else. Uh, yeah, they decide who they want to give the offer to. They could That okay. particular time, they could either make an offer to somebody or murder someone. Okay. So it's up to them what they want to do, like... Okay. Yeah, it's like you're you're selling me on this. I think like uh, I think I think you'd be glad if you do watch it. You know, like okay. And where where could one see such a show? It is on the iPlayer. If that's any good the to you, is is that the BBC? Yeah, yeah. I, th- I think it's the iPlayer we watched it on. Yeah. But yeah, I recommend it. Thoroughly recommend it. Okay, intrigued. Yeah, Claudia Winkleman made a very funny joke, which is so not like her. Mm-hmm. Like she made a funny joke at one stage. They were they were doing a challenge in the church, and she was going, "Oh, come on, find this money, otherwise I'll just spend it all on eyeliner, and nobody wants that." Mm. <laughs> she might spend it on a haircut. <laughs> is she the one with fringe, right? Yeah, yeah. She looks yeah, like yeah, she's yeah. wearing a hood all the time. Yeah, that's the one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, very good. Um, what else to rewatch? Um, I watched um, season three of Tom Clancy's Jack Ryan. That came out all of all of the season, all of the season. Yeah, play. is it good? It's very good. Um, uh, it's quite exciting, and it's kind of one of these where you, you're sort of oh, it must be over now. <gasps> oh my god, there's <laughs> this is only the beginning, you know. And then you think ah, oh, that must be it. Oh Jesus, you know, it just escalates and escalates. It's brilliant. It's, and it's, it's very, oh, very much so. But it's very uh, topical. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is it is it season arc kind of thing or is it uh, episodic? Standalone, uh, standalone season, let's say. But uh, yeah, yeah, season arc. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I'm uh, three episodes deep now, and I am enjoying it as well. Oh, it's great. It's great. Yeah. Solid writing in it. Like it's, it's really good. And you know, um, uh, the main characters let's say um very well played uh james greer and jack ryan uh they're really great uh the, the characters in it and they've sort of have been since day one i guess you know i had um, a little concern about their new boss i thought she was like yeah I remember i've only seen three episodes now so mm. but she seemed to be going in a bit harder on jack than i thought was warranted mm. at yeah the start mm. yeah does that continue? Or? Trying to make her mark. Ah, she doesn't have much for doing. So, right. <laughs> well, John Krasinski uh, plays. The, now that you can order Jack. in sandwiches. <laughs> oh my god! John Krasinski from the American Office plays Jack Ryan. Wendell Pierce from The Wire plays James Greer. Mm-hmm. Um, who else are the big people in it? Who played the Czech president there? Did you know? Are you looking at a list? Unless oh, okay. you know her name. I no, can't I can't remember you. her name. Yeah, she yeah. was really good too. Um, and you know, their sidekick sort of contract buddy is in lots of stuff. Uh, yes, Michael Kelly. That's the one, Mike, yeah. Mike November in it. Yeah, yeah he's he great. Yeah, 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 yeah. 
Um, yeah, he's great. Um, so anyway. any action TV show, he's in it like yeah. <laughs> nearly any of them. It's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah he's solid. He's um, the cards. Yeah. Black Mirror. And anyway, many, many, yeah. many more. He's many, a huge list of credits. I also got to Touching the Void. Sounds like someone might could watch, but yeah. it, was, it was about uh, some. It's it's not a <laughs> not a new uh, uh, docudrama. It's from two thousand and three, but um, uh, just happened to be on. I watched it and uh, about uh, two dudes back in nineteen eighty five, two young climbers who uh, uh, went to climb uh, to reach the summit of Julia uh, Grande in the Peruvian Andes. Um, and going up was grand. They made it. You know, it was kitten down was the issue. And uh, I kind of got to, it, no spoiler in this because it's on the cover of uh, one of the posters, but got to the stage where someone's hanging by a rope and someone's deciding where he cut it or not. You know, that kind of thing. So The closer you are to death, the more you realize you are alive. Uh, yeah. It's it's interesting. And uh you know, the, the like the pacing, I don't think is great because it's like, okay, come on, come on, come on. Yeah, you told us that. Yeah, we know. You know, yeah, we we get the we get the idea of what you're trying to convey here. You know, just let's let's move it on a bit. You know, I didn't think it needed that much time. Probably could have condensed it down to an hour. You know, um, like if we're comparing it to, you know, our benchmark of uh, uh, documentaries, it's it's not quite up there. Uh, what was it again? Uh, Ayrton Senna's Senna, yeah, 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 mm. yeah. Um, wouldn't we're be able to get over that, are we? Or not? I don't think we can. It, no, I don't know if can you better that, like you know, it's gonna yeah. be difficult. Well, to get um, Mark to watch something about cars is just I know, I know, and the fact that I liked it as well, I, just <laughs> you know, so anyway, um. If you if you read the summary of this, you kind of got the idea, and I'd probably give the rest of it a skip because <laughs> we've seen many hill climbing uh, movies, and there's you know uh, this is a bit long, I think. Uh, yeah, I'm not it's sure. Not I don't think I'd recommend it. Yeah. No, you know what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd probably mm. give her give her an hour skip. Um, I got back to Whiplash. Do you remember that? 2014. Remember the Ting Doers? Did you not see that, no? I did, yeah. Remember we'd, uh, mm. we'd load of movies that were like Ting Doers, like yeah, yeah. Nightcrawler and uh, Whiplash, and there was something something else as well. I can't remember. <laughs> they all came out at the same time. Mm-hmm. But this was... I, Rita uh, hadn't seen this, um, mm-hmm. my better half, so uh, I said, oh, Whiplash, yeah, we should watch that. And uh, so it was Miles Teller, J.K. Simmons, Mm-hmm. Uh, they're the main characters in it and it's about a uh, young lad who goes to music school and he wants to be the best drummer ever mm. and uh, so uh, J.K. Simmons plays his instructor Terence Fletcher who's uh, pretty uh, abusive mm-hmm. uh, and uh, runs it like a really bad drill sergeant mm-hmm. um, and uh, anyway the drama is about will he or won't he make it and it's the two of them bouncing off each other and uh, the relationship is quite caustic at times but they kind of understand each other and it's part of music man so uh, it's not as good as I remember on first watch oh really yeah, yeah okay. I was a little bit disappointed mm-hmm. because our, the, dr- the drumming's hard to take like after a while you see there that's is a the, lot of it there is a lot of drumming said that and if you don't time. appreciate mm. drumming it's probably not for you you know <laughs> um, definitely not a second time mm. 
Right. Okay. Yeah. 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 Because there is like an element of man, look what he's doing. That's class. But like the stage now, you know what he can do. (laughs) You've seen it already. (laughs) Going, yeah, yeah. Moving that stick all around those drums. Yeah, we should watch some little bit of music instead. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so you know, on rewatch, I'm probably giving it like a six, mm-hmm. but I think I, I gave it closer to an eight on the first watch. So uh, I wouldn't say I wouldn't discount it? that relationship. It is, is yeah, really yeah. Well it, it, mm-hmm. it is, yeah. That's great. I mean, Jackie mm-hmm. Simmons is brilliant at it, um, uh, and so is my t- Miles Teller. It's kind of a matinee mm-hmm. these days, I think, rather than a, a say in one. Fair enough. Yeah. Yeah. Mike, you better, you better of rewatches. Yes. I, uh, <clears throat> a relative of mine, much younger, hadn't seen some classic movies over Christmas. So, oh, good uh, Lord God. I, the, wrong, uh, the wrong house to make that statement, yeah. I would say. <laughs> so I decided to uh, fill in some of the gaps. The two, two of them that struck out or stuck out in my mind were uh, The Deer Hunter and Das Boot. I've never seen either of them. What? Good choices, Mike. Good choices. Re- yeah. Mark, oh my fucking God. What? Ah. Look at the state of you. I've never seen the deer. <laughs> Look at the state. <laughs> oh, I thought you meant that. Right. podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I, I have so much to learn, Mike. We all have our issues, Mike. We all have our issues. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I, I was actually embarrassed for the younger person, but like you have no excuse. <laughs> <laughs> so the deer hunter on mature reflection, watching it again after so many years, man, they needed an editor. They really needed an editor. <laughs> I think it's about runtime is about three hours. They really could have told that story in two fifteen, uh, you know, and get out clean. Yeah, um, like I, I think Mike, it came out in nineteen seventy eight. Yeah, I, I wasn't watching movies in nineteen seventy eight. Like, but but look at the cast, dude. You know, yeah, look at the cast: Robert De Niro, okay. Mike's favorite Meryl Streep is in there. Yeah, uh, Meryl Streep is in there. Christopher, Christopher Walken, Walken John <laughs> Savage. Jack Sally, uh, Fredo from The Godfather. Um, it's uh, Kurtwood Smith is in there. You know him from all uh, of uh, Jack Bauer stuff. Wasn't he yeah. always the president or the bad guy? Walker of the uh, yeah. Um, so yeah, I, I mean, on review, there there were elements of genius in the movie, um, but I I think the director lost lost the run of things. He just like as I said, there's a f- 40, 45 minute wedding scene. You could have, re- you could have replaced that with 40, 45 minutes of shooting gooks, murder from helicopters, you know, napalming villages of innocent there, people and whatever. You know. <laughs> Mike, is there anything in it that isn't done better in Predator? Uh, yes. Surely not. Yes. Uh, it, Predator, it's pretty cool. Predator doesn't have the same level of psychological damage. You know, Predator is like the cartoon version, you know. <laughs> what about you when know? he was shouting, kill yeah. me, I'm here, kill me. <laughs> there there is get, actually a very more damage than that. Scene in it. <laughs> um, yeah, it's... Uh, There's a great story about a watch as well. <laughs> I, I think you should watch it. <laughs> yeah, I think it's definitely worth your while watching it. Um yeah, for sure. I just said it was three. I'm never watching that. I just yeah. said it was well, three hours with a 45 minute wedding. Jesus Christ! What What I would say is, watch the first 10 minutes, then skip the next 45 minutes until probably, you get to Vietnam. There's <laughs> probably a guide online as to how you can break it up to watch it like a series. 
you know, yeah, like I did yeah. with the Irishman, you know. Because yeah, there is definitely some genuinely good stuff in it. Yeah, there is. Yeah, um, yeah. It's a classic. Yeah, and it's a classic for a reason. Um, yeah. But yeah, if it was done today, it, well, actually, if it was done today, it would be, it, it wouldn't happen today. It wouldn't happen know. today, no. Yeah, no. They, they'd, they'd probably have fucking... You know the the Americans are the bad uh, the bad guys now, and it's uh, the Vietnamese are the good guys. You know that that mm-hmm. definitely wasn't the case in the seventies. You know, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Speaking, was, uh, speaking of classics, oh hang on, hang on, I'm not finished. No. Oh sorry, Mike, no, sorry. we're still on classics though. We can, you can still, still use that segue. Don't worry. The, the oh, second Boot. one, sorry, was Das Boot. Um, again, this was an awful long movie. Could have done with some editing. Can I do it? Um, What's that? Can I do it? Das Boot. Hey, Das Boot. So sweaty down there with all the semen in the oh. submarine. <laughs> yes, it, it was pretty fucking sweaty, Steve. That was always the thing. It was, wasn't it? Yeah. Like, that's the thing. They're damn sweaty in that. Yeah. yeah. It was just so fucking relentlessly horrific. Like, the, the living Isn't conditions. It? Just, that's oh my the God. thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And it just doesn't get any better. Every day gets a little bit worse. You know? <laughs> it's... Um, it's it. Uh, I love that movie. It's an incredible movie, uh, and yeah. like I, I didn't appreciate like mm-hmm. like how shit it was to be in a U boat. Like yeah. even <laughs> even even on a good day, like how yeah. like shit it is. Like like yeah. you know, it's cramped and dark and smelly yeah. and fucking probably hot yeah. and blah blah. But but there's so much more. Like it's just yeah. one toilet for fifty guys. No, it's like, it's like living like, in a sewer. You know, with yeah. fifty mates. Like it's just yeah, yeah. Oh, horrific. But there, was, there, there was a moment of inadvertent hilarity uh, while watching it. Uh, near near the climax of the movie, there's a very tense scene where the, the, the boat is heavily damaged and it's lying at the, the bottom of the ocean. Spoiler. And, you know, there's... Uh, there's every, every valve is springing a leak and there's creaks from all the metal and all the electricity electrics are sparking and all this kind of stuff yeah. and everybody's panicking and you know we're all going to die and I, I just looked around and I said <laughs> they should have just called Steve <laughs> he could have fixed that right up for them yeah, he's got a tool for that <laughs> MacGyver it MacGyver it yeah duct tape your, we're, oh, we're oh, your, your, <laughs> your nuclear reactor is leaking oh hang on I think I have one of those in the yeah. toolbox one second yeah 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 <laughs> I, oh, I, knew I, kept, fit that. I knew I kept that spare bit for, <laughs> for <something. a> <laughs> Um, um, yeah, there's a huge extended scene where they're looking for a bit of wire. It was like Steve has it in his fucking art. <laughs> <laughs> that's it's a brilliant movie. Yeah, I was movie. very enjoyable. Yeah, yeah, it's great. Is it in German? Yes, yes, yeah. But you'd especially love it. Three hours twenty minutes of I'm German voice. I'm out. I'm out. <laughs> and, and black and white. Jesus Christ, I'm so out. It's not even funny. <laughs> it's but this is the thing. It's it's. One of the most atmospheric, and I, I remember f- the most tense, you know, and it goes on for like the tension isn't just like a scene, it's like it goes on for nearly all of it, you know. Yeah. It's it, it, yeah, it's a great movie, it's a great movie. I've seen it a few yeah. times already, yeah. I'd watch it again. Speaking yeah. of classics, here we go. go <laughs> the jury has returned on 1923. Oh, really. Yeah, 1923, things were classic that came out in 1923. That's the same, right? Mm-hmm. So 1923, obviously, is the second prequel to Yellowstone. Mm-hmm. This is the one starring Harrison Ford and Helen Mirren, right? So when we spoke about it on this podcast, 
I had said I wasn't sure about it, wasn't as grabbed as I thought it was going to be. That was going to take me a bit of time, so I'd watch a few more episodes and see. So I'm up to episode four now, and I can say it is brilliant. Really? So good. It's the only TV show at the moment that I wish wasn't weekly. I just want the episode now. Excuse my skepticism, but yeah, convince me. I'll do it. So, okay, so when we started watching it in season one, there were a lot of plot lines happening simultaneously, and it was a bit distracting, right? They converged a couple of them in episode two so that it was a lot more streamlined. Really, all you've got is Africa, um, Harrison Ford's ranch. That was the good bit. Yeah, Harrison, Africa, Harrison Ford's ranch, yeah. and the, would you call it a nunnery? I'm not sure what to call that place. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, pretty much Native, Native Americans, right? Yeah. Those three places. Now, the nun- nunnery is still a workhouse. A distra- even. Yeah, yeah, still, yeah. Let's call it a workhouse, right? The yeah, work- yeah. workhouse is still a distraction, but some of the stuff that happens there is very good TV really enjoyable to watch. The storylines are very good. Interesting. Yeah. My, my strong suspicion is it will become relevant to the main storyline soon enough. Um, so essentially what's happening is the simmering kind of aggression between the sheep farmers and the cattle ranchers boils over, right? As it was going to, yeah, yeah. As yeah. it was always going to, right? But there's a giant eruption in episode three, continues in four, and it's just so good. Meanwhile then, over in Africa, that... Yeah. There's some, like, if you liked episode one, there's yeah. some amazing scenes with oh, yeah. deal, dealing with animals in Africa. Oh, he's still, oh, okay, great. So, yeah, yeah. so good. But, um, yeah, it's, it's, it's just brilliant. I cannot wait for the next one to come out. And you have Helen Mirren is a standout in this. She's brilliant before oh. anyone else. Like, and that, there's a lot of people in this show who are very good, oh. but she's amazing. <clears throat> and as the brilliant. sun set over the savannah, and every so often, every so often, you get a voiceover um, from your one from 1883. Yeah, yeah. So, oh, yeah. God. Yeah. Okay. Uh, good stuff. That's good TV software. Okay. Yeah. Um, uh, what else was out there? Uh, we talked about that. Um, Glass Onion, a Knives Out mystery. Let's do it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, let me get you a synopsis for this. Uh, I had one here a minute ago. Right. Um, I can give you one if you want. Have you seen it as well, have you? Yeah. All right. I thought it was... Okay. Okay. Um, tech billionaire Miles Braun invites his friends for a getaway on his private Greek island. When someone turns up dead, Detective Benoit Blanc is put on the case. And Benoit Blanc is James Bond from the first Knives Out. Should be a yeah. confusing enough description of who he mm-hmm. is. So we have got Ed Norton. We have got Catherine Han. Uh, do you remember uh, Catherine Han in um, that Marvel? Oh, God, what was the Marvel series where she played the next door neighbor? She had the big... Oh, yeah, WandaVision. Wanda. WandaVision, yeah, yeah. She's brilliant in that. I actually she went was. back and she's watched get, the, she's the clips She's series. Oh, is she? Oh, brilliant. Yeah, yeah. That character um, from WandaVision is getting her own series. Daniel Craig is in it. Uh, Kate Hudson and a scatter of others. Yeah. So Daniel Craig is from the original Knives Out. That's what I was joking mm-hmm. about saying James Bond. He was in yeah. the original. Have you seen the original? No. Neither have I. I'm definitely watching it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this the, is yeah. definitely a gateway drug to the original. 
It is. So his character is hilarious. I feel like the director said to him, I said, when you're playing Benoit Blanc, do a Southern accent, but don't do it well. <laughs> because it's like, it's very affected the way he talks. Yeah. Uh, it's still a Southern drawl, but it doesn't sound <clears throat> quite right. And I don't, my suspicion is that that's not because he's making a mess of it on purpose. Oh, sorry, <laughs> that he's making a mess of it unknownst to himself. I, I think it's on purpose. I think he's, we want him to talk a little bit differently. Mm-hmm. Almost cartoony, pa- like a pastor yeah. or something nearly, a mm-hmm. uh, southern pastor, that kind of yeah. uh, an accent, yeah. Because it does seem at, at times in, like, contrary to his personality, because he's this incredibly smart Sherlock Holmes level detective. Mm-hmm. And when he talks, you could be forgiven for thinking that he's not the brightest, like. Yeah. Yeah, what did you think, Mike? Oh, I couldn't stand it. Um Actually. I absolutely hated every minute of this from start to finish. Really? Is this where you pretend you don't like it, but really you do? No, no. This this had fucking caper written all over it. I think you watched watched the trailer. I think I I was just watching it thinking, Steve is going to fucking love this. (laughs) I did. I did, actually. (laughs) I I really enjoyed it. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm curious as to why you didn't like it. Because... You know, you have this bad Hercule Poirot, and initially, but he's not meant to be Poirot. Poirot's more of a poker in in his nether regions, you know, (laughs) kind of person. You know, go on anyway. Go on. Sorry, I initially thought it was a piss take, but the longer the movie went on, the more I realized, oh my god, you thought this was actually a legitimate movie to make. Like you spent, I think, I think Netflix spent four hundred million dollars to get the rights to this. What? Worth every penny, Mike. Worth every penny. (laughs) Um, And, you know, I I will further back up my my raw hatred of this by pointing out the director is Ryan Johnston, who will go down in in infamy for being the director of The Last Jedi. So So when I saw all these people acting like fucking retards, I thought, oh, yeah, that's Mike, what Mike, you can't say retards anymore. Just like to point yeah. out. <laughs> <laughs> so th- this is exactly what he did to Luke Skywalker. Um, you know, but he's just doing it on a grander scale now. This this is obviously his thing. We just, you know, expect people to invest time and somehow money into this world where People just are sub-optimal <laughs> and expect it to be entertaining. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, even Dave Bautista was totally wasted. He, he had a... Well... He, go on, Mark. No, finish your point, but I, I want to get in on this Dave Bautista thing. <laughs> My point is, it, Dave Bautista was set up to be a great character, but somehow they managed to drop the ball on it. Um, he's... <laughs> I I don't want to do spoilers, but I felt that they didn't make the most of the opportunity that he presented in the movie. So I felt he was a very weak part of the movie as well. But mm. I also wonder, after watching the Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special, mm-hmm. is Batista able to act at all? Well, he never was. I mean, that's yeah. not the point of him. <laughs> he never had to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> So, he's, me- he's meant to be big and funny. <laughs> yeah, and, and, and he, he he did that at times, though, mm-hmm. maybe not 
yeah. amazingly. But I, I did feel like he was just in the way of a mm. decent story coming together. Yeah. Um, but, um, but I mean, like, the, the, like, it's meant to be like a whodunit kind of a thing. And like, there's a long, long catalog of wonderful whodunits over the years. Um, And what they all have in common, the good ones, is that you are genuinely wondering from beginning to end who did it. And you're discovering more about the different characters as as time goes on, scene by scene in the movie. Here, they've just given you everything you need to know about every character within like 30 seconds of them showing up on screen. And then the rest of it is just... uh, uh, coincidence and happenstance. Very enjoyable. That's what you there's, there's nothing. There's nothing that happens because of a decision somebody made. It's it's always about oh he just happened to be standing here and he overheard so and so. He didn't overhear so and so because so and so made a decision to be there at that time. You know, so that's that's the difference between just working off accident and actually generating a plot that makes sense and goes from A to B to C in my own fair, right that's that is fair the, the thing there, about it is though I enjoyed watching this plot unravel okay like all as all of that went on and when they were doing those shock reveals through accident fair enough every mm-hmm. time they did I was going OMG yeah <laughs> I can't believe yeah. it <laughs> and then uh, watching like I found the mm-hmm. the resolution in the final mm-hmm. act very mm-hmm. satisfying Mm-hmm. Um, I thought that was very enjoyable. My mm. so so I really enjoyed it. I'm now going to watch the first film, right? Mm-hmm. And I would recommend it to anyone. I think anyone can watch this, and even if they don't invest themselves very much, they mm-hmm. could enjoy it if they don't, you know, live their lives to hate like you do, Mike. <laughs> but uh, the, if I was to criticize, though, mm-hmm. I did feel like at times uh, Benoit Blanc went on a bit with mm-hmm. the whole explaining how things happened. Colombo, yeah. It just went on a little bit too long. He should have got to the point a bit quicker a couple of times, I thought, because it was while then I was going, ah, oh, man, like, we're going to have to go through all this flashback scene now to get yeah. back to where we were. Which well, is you see, plot, Mrs. Colombo. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> just <laughs> so one so more my, thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was, that's my only criticism. Other mm. than that, I think it's a great, it's a great film. Mm. I'm, like, what, what he said. Yeah, totally agree. Mm. Yeah, I loved it. I love the setup. I love Ed Norton. I, um and Daniel Craig. Actually, they're all great. Um, there's none of them I didn't like. Batista was hilarious, actually. Uh, you know, I, I think that's kind of where he's meant to be, meant to be for that, you know, because um, he's such a an extreme character, really, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, yeah, I, I enjoyed it. I'm going to watch the, I'm going to watch the, the, the previous one, too. Uh, I've, I've no real criticism uh, on it. Um, I thought it was solid eight, you know. Mm. I will just say one thing before leaving the matter. Mm-hmm. If Daniel Craig had stepped off the boat in scene three or whatever it was, and Ed Norton said, oh, you're not on the guest list, fuck off and go home. <laughs> mm. The movie wouldn't have happened. <laughs> well, why didn't Frodo just fly with the eagles? You know, it's just, you know. <laughs> We've been there before, Steve. Yeah, yeah. Indeed. Wouldn't have made, would, wouldn't have made a good movie then. We wouldn't be watching. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so we're all agreed it was great. <laughs> um, and, uh, the contrast between the tech magnet in this and Elon Musk is hilarious, but that wasn't intentional, they say. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah. When they, when they put this together, of course, he hadn't bought Twitter. Yes, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, the last thing that we watched uh, is The Witcher, Blood Origin. Almost the best thing I got for Christmas oh, was yeah. The Witcher, Blood Origin. Almost. I also got a slow cooker, which I love. Oh, nice. <laughs> yeah. Doing some brisket. It's all Jeez. tender, juicy. I love Santa. Yeah. <laughs> so The Witcher Blood Origin is starts starts in the current time of The Witcher main TV show, and then it heads off telling a story of a prequel of how the first Witcher arrived um, into the world. Basically, that's it. Wow. So, what did you think as an origin story? You've caught. Covered up so many faults in that one little intro, Mark. Oh, here we go. Tell us, Mike. Mike. Did did you hate this as well? Oh, better man. (laughs) Let me put it in context. I didn't like the original Witcher. Because you had no heart. But at least it had Henry Cavill in it. It Who is a solid actor? This doesn't. We're about to fall out, Mike. We're about to fall out. Doesn't have Henry Cavill in it. Which removes the, the one redeeming factor from, from the whole enterprise. Criticizing uh, Henry Cavill, uh, in fairness, is Mark's uh, kryptonite. Well, are you, you telling know, me? So. Are you telling me that Lawrence O'Farrell, the Irishman, leading oh, up Mr. this Mr. show, Mr. O'Furon, oh fake name, yeah, <laughs> Mr. O'Furon, right? <laughs> on O'Furon. Are you saying that he shouldn't have left brother the, of Joel? Uh, the inst- Institute of Technology in Tala to pursue acting? <laughs> Keol Camillish. Yeah. <laughs> Cousin of Welsh Shocklin or Four. Welland or Nort. Is there something about him that I don't know? Because you seem to be having the best of crack there. Welland Augustinish, I'm sure. Yeah. Are you saying for that sake, they, they called Michelle Yeoh Skiin for fuck's sake? They called what? <laughs> Michelle Yeoh's character, they called her Skiin because she's good with swords. Like, for fuck's sake, that's just so far, so far beyond bad, Mark. <laughs> that's pretty bad, try- actually. They weren't trying to be Irish, that. though. That is a complete coincidence. Uh, yes, yes, I'm sure it was a complete coincidence with an Irish showrunner and an Irish lead actor. And, but they're uh, from Dublin, though. They don't speak Irish. <laughs> they're Anglo-Irish, Mike. They dress yeah. like Protestants. Planters. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they wear red coats at the weekend while chasing foxes around on horses. <laughs> <laughs> the quality, is that what you mean? <laughs> so I, think, I think I probably need to come in here, right? So, come in yeah, here. break up the party. You need to reel us back in. We're getting carried I think away. Lawrence <laughs> was doing a great job in this, right? <laughs> in presenting, you know, the heartbroken, um, unrequited lover of the Empress who finds himself on a path he never could have predicted at the start of the show. Um, I am a bit tired of Michelle Yo. Mm-hmm. I will I will say at this stage because mm-hmm. she plays the same character in everything. That's right. She stands there and she looks cross and she batters lads. Mm. That's um, right. So Good I'm kind of done, done with her now. She was far better in Discovery than she was in this, mm. I thought. But I didn't think she took too much away. You just it was almost like you kind of just let her do her thing, I would think mm. to myself. Mm-hmm. Michelle, you go be you. Right, <laughs> and uh, we will wait here with the real stars of the show and resolve the plot lines for you. <laughs> uh, special shout out to Lenny Henry, 
who is a very convincing bad guy, given that he was a slapstick comedian in the UK for all those years. Mm-hmm. He was a hobbit about three weeks ago. Yeah. <laughs> well, there's that too. Yeah. Yeah. He's, he's pretty, pretty getting his acting. Man, he's got some serious debts to pay off for the looks and things. He'll take any part these days. Well, this is a big part, being involved <laughs> in the Witcher franchise. That's a really big part. Michael. <laughs> I can't believe we're having this conversation. You like can't this. hate on Lenny Henry. Come on. I hated his hobbit. Yeah, yeah well, fair, I did too. Yeah, yeah. fair enough. Yeah, yeah. Is... That wasn't his fault. He didn't write that. Yeah. He was just getting you know, paid. Uh, I, I was paid, watching man. this thinking, you know, Rings of Power, all is forgiven. In no, you weren't, Mike. No, you weren't. <laughs> this is better than Rings of Power. At least, at least the plot lines made some kind of sense within the context of the rules of The Witcher. <laughs> Lord of the Rings made fucking Rings of Power made no sense anywhere. Like she swam the Atlantic just because. Yeah. Um, so in terms of like making sense in terms of The Witcher, like The Witcher is based, it was written by a Polish guy and based on Slavic mythology. So why did they turn it Irish and diverse? Well, you know why they turn it Irish and diverse is because that's what you have to do. Everyone speaks their own accents now just to show how woke we are. Yeah. Like, you know, and they, have, they have three different kingdoms. Imagine if all the three kingdoms had their own culture so we could tell them apart instead of all of them being equally diverse. So you've no idea when it switches from one scene to another who's the good guys and who's the bad guys. Mike, I'm not saying it's perfect. <laughs> <laughs> like they're all on the same island or something. The the effects the effects were really good. I thought the monsters were class in this. They looked really scary and convincing. The magic was good. Um and I thought the performances, apart from Michelle Yeoh, were great. I thought everyone was very, very convincing. Oh, poor this. Michelle, yeah. Mm. I don't really see that why you hate it. You just don't like The Witcher, like. Uh, well, no, I don't. it's not just The Witcher. The Witcher, The Wheel of Time, The Rings of Power, it's all the same oh, crap. Oh, Wheel of Time is in its league of its own. <laughs> the, 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 the TV. Oh, it is, all right. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, these, these are all monumental failures of, of 2022, 2023. It's, it's shocking how badly the studios are misjudging the fans in terms of giving us fantasies fair. I can't believe that you said this about something that came out at Christmas. You know, I think the problem mightn't be them. It might be you, Mike. <laughs> I think you're getting old, Mike. Uh, maybe, maybe. I don't think they're making fantasy TV for people of your ilk. But that's the problem. I, I'll even say people. Yeah. You, you see, it's one thing not making it for me, but the problem is the younger people don't want to watch what they're shoving up either. Like oh, the, really? the, the viewership uh, numbers for these things are fucking terrible. They're losing money hand over fist on these things. Uh, I don't know what the viewership is for The Witcher Blood Origins. I know that it's been fairly universally panned, mm-hmm. but I still think it's good. <laughs> I, I think it it sets something of a record in getting only 9% customer uh, review on uh, Rotten Tomatoes. It's up, it's oh, up wow. to 13 now. You take that back. It's up to no 13. Way. <laughs> I have been voting every day. Yeah, yeah, I was going to say single-handedly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> voting bot? Did you like a Brazilian election? I think, I think if you like the fantasy genre, there's a lot of good to take away from The Witcher Blood Origins. Mm. The sword fighting is good also. They do a lot of fun stuff with knives, swords, axes, etc. Mm. The plot line about the hammer is unfortunate. Mm. But, you know... Yeah. Let, let people discover that gem for themselves. 
Uh, <laughs> but anyway, I liked it. I think hmm. I think everyone should watch it. Yeah, I didn't would say <laughs> no. Yeah, I just the opposite of what Mark said. On so every what should point. I watch this week? Uh, the Witcher. Uh, you make up your own mind on The Witcher. I think is what we're saying. <laughs> yeah, we, we, we're inconclusive. <laughs> but we won't be inconclusive next week, Steve. Because have we got a list of shows for you? Tell us, Mark. What are we watching? Well, we're going to watch HBO's The Last of Us, the TV show of the video game. Mm-hmm. Oh, can't wait. I, did I, I didn't tell you. That I was um, in the middle of playing The Last of Us 2 a good few weeks ago. Mm-hmm. And it was one of those scenes where it showed exactly what the game was about. And mm-hmm. I thought to myself, I said, I should record this, stick it on YouTube, and then give it to my buddies here on the podcast. And they'll see like my perspective on this. Mm-hmm. But the problem was, I'd just gotten through a really tricky bit. Nah. And if I went back to share it, I was just going to die again. Uh, <laughs> so, so I didn't. Yeah, 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 yeah. But I was mm. in like a warehouse and there was some mm. like pre-mutated and post-mutated mm. bad guys. Uh-huh. So you get to see everything. And you see me like creeping around the place, shitting mm. myself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so the last yeah, of us. Good. What else have we got next week? We have... Um, What's that? Oh, yeah, the Golden Globes winner. The Banshees of Inish Aaron. We do indeed. Yeah. Maybe so if three you Golden Globes today. Funny names yeah. about it all the time, you'd remember the real title. Yeah. <laughs> 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 and uh, what was the last thing we were looking at? We had another one that we picked for Mike, wasn't there? Um, not Velma, as much as he wanted to watch it. The Rig, was it not? The, the rig. rig. Yeah. I do like a good rig. Yeah. Uh, watching the rig Amazon, Amazon Prime I think that one yeah. is yeah yeah alright yeah, so stacked oh. bookshelves for next week mm-hmm. brilliant right we'll leave it there so from Mike Mark and Steve stay, stay classy just to think we did it I think we got first it one of the season huh? <laughs>